Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will continue his walk through the book of Exodus by beginning a new message, which is titled Crushed But Still Covered. Pastor Chuck will begin by reviewing the interaction God had with Moses in Exodus chapter 3. Then he will skip ahead to Exodus chapter 6 as we dig into the meat of his message. So if you have your Bibles, please turn them over to Exodus 3 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. Your sermon today title, your sermon title today out of Exodus chapter 6 says, I'm crushed but still covered. Crushed but still covered. Here we go. Let me give you a little background, and then I'll pick you up in Exodus chapter 6. We left off back in Exodus chapter 3, uh, where the Lord declared that he was the great I am. He uh, called Moses into ministry. He says, listen, I have heard their groanings. I remembered my covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I saw the people of Israel. They're crying for me because of the affliction and the oppression that they were receiving from the new king of Egypt, and we heard their moanings. We heard their cries, but God said, listen, I have heard that, and now I'm coming to deliver them. I'm coming to deliver them out of a place of bondage and to a place of blessing. Somebody say God is still doing a delivering work from places of bondage to places of blessing. I'll let that sit right there for a second. Say, God is still, God is still moving us from burden to blessing in Jesus' name. Somebody want to give you a little hope? Want to give you a little encouragement that, yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm flowing with it. I'm crushed, but I'm covered. God is still taking us from a place of, of um, 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 burden to blessing. Burden to blessing in Jesus' name. And so he says this. He says, listen, I'm going to bring them out. I'm going to be with you in Exodus chapter 3, verse 12. He says, I will be with you. And then he says, who shall I tell them is going to be with me? I am that I am. I am who I am. I can't be no more, but then the baddest thing ever existed. I am God, and beside me, there is no other Savior. I am who I am, and you need nothing or no one else. I am the Lord God, strong and mighty. I'm the Lord God, mighty in battle. I am that I am. I am Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God who provides. I'm Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God, your healer. I am whoever you need me to be, because in crisis, Christ is. In a crisis, Christ is whoever or whatever you need Christ to be in that moment for you. That's who he is. I am that I am. And so he continues on in that moment. And then they go on. And then Moses is telling the Lord God, listen, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. I got, I got, I got some insecurities, right? Anybody ever been there? The Lord calling you. And what's the first thing you do? You disqualify yourself. God has already spoken. He's already communicated, I'm ordaining you for such a task, for such a time as this. And the first thing we do, ah, God, I don't know. I don't know why you're choosing me. I got this issue. I got that issue. I got more issues. I got many issues. And God is saying, I care about none of them because it is by my grace that is sufficient for you. Because in your places of weakness, my strength is made perfect. So I don't call the brave, I make brave the called. I don't call the brave. I make brave the call. And so you need to understand in your weakness, give me your weaknesses and I'll give you my strength. That's a word from somebody right now. Give God your weakness and let God 
impart into you and pour out into you his strength. That's a word for somebody. You've been thinking that you've been disqualified. Yes, in the natural eye and according to who we are, we should be disqualified because there's no good thing in this nasty, sinful flesh. But God says, beholding, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has become. Greater is he that is within me than he that is out here in this world. I have the greater one on the inside. And so because of that, I give him my weakness so God's strength can operate fully in me. Somebody need to tell somebody, give up your weaknesses. Oh, I feel my help this morning. I feel my help this morning. I'm crushed, but I'm covered in Jesus' name. I'm crushed, but I'm covered in Jesus' name. So Moses, Moses keeps going on with his argument. God gets upset with him. Well, come on, bring Moses. Come on. I mean, excuse me. Come on, bring Aaron. Since you don't, since you don't believe what I'm telling you, bring Aaron. And that's how good and merciful God is. Even when you can't believe it, God will send you help and strength. Somebody needs to hear right now that God has already ordained an Aaron in your life to come alongside and help you to fulfill the ministry that the Lord has called you to do. And so my brother or my sister, you ain't getting out. Stop telling yourself what you can't do and start telling your mind what your God can do and has done in Jesus name. Stop telling yourself what you can't do and start telling God what he can do. I'll let you, I'll let that sit. <laughs> Woo! I feel the help of the Lord today. It's been so heavy recently in weeks, but I feel the strength of the Lord wanting to be imparted to his people right now. Stop telling yourself what you can't do and you start telling your God what he can do. God, you can part the Red Sea. God, you can still raise Lazarus from the dead. God, you can still take, take a, a, a couple fish and some loaves and you can still feed the multitude. God, you're a miracle worker, a way maker, a promise keeper. God, I'm still going to tell you what you can do. You can still give sight to the blind. You can still make the deaf hear. You can still cast out demons. You still have authority. You can still bring light and darkness. God, I'm I'm going to tell you what you can do, and I'm going to stop telling myself what I can do, because greater is he that is within me than he that is out here in the world. I need you to feel the power of God this morning. I don't need you to think it. I need you to trust it and feel it in Jesus' name. Greater is he that is within me than he that is out here in the world. Then Moses says, so God is already sending you help. God has already assigned help for you. So he sent Aaron. But here's the thing. Now he goes on because he, now he's got to go talk to the people. He's got to go talk to the people. And listen, so he came out. They understood what the Lord was saying. God said, listen, God said, I'm going to do these great things. God said, I'm going to move in your life. God said, I'm going to deliver you. God said, I'm going to defeat your enemies. God said all of these type of things. And in chapter 4, verse 31, and listen, and the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshiped. Ho, 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 The good news came. They received the good news. Here's how they responded to the good news. At Rebuild Fellowship, we received the good news of Jesus Christ. We respond to the good news of Jesus Christ. And then we go reproduce the good news of Jesus Christ in the life of someone else. So listen to this. Moses comes with the good news. What's the good news? Back to Exodus chapter 3. He says this. 
He says, listen, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and I heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So God has already said, listen, I'm going to take you out of your peril and I'm going to bring you the promise. I, I, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you out of a place of defeat, and I'm going to take you to a place of destiny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I hear you, God. I hear you, God. I hear you, God. I hear you, God. I'm going to take you to a place of rejection, and now I'm going to take you to a place of resurrection. <laughs> I hear you, Holy Ghost. I'm going to take you to a place of rejection, and I'm going to bring you into a place in me of resurrection. I'm going to give you strength in your weakness. I'm going to give you joy for your sorrow. I'm going to give you purpose in your pain. I'm going to move you from a place of rejection. And I'm going to bring you to a land of resurrection in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. So listen, listen, listen. So he says, listen, I've heard it. He came and he preached the good news to him, right? He came to him and he preached to him and he told him what was going to happen. And listen, what happened? And the people believed. They responded by, watch this, they responded by believing. They responded by believing. Listen, don't stop believing. Oh, don't, don't lose the journey song. We're on a journey right here. And the, and the old 80s group journey used to sing a song. Don't stop believing. Don't you stop believing, saint. Don't you stop believing, daughter. Don't you stop believing, woman of God. Don't you stop believing, son. Don't you stop believing, man of God. Don't you stop believing, king and priest. Don't you stop believing, queen and priest. Don't you stop believing, prayer warrior. Don't you stop believing, intercessor. Don't you stop believing, Jamasia. Don't you stop believing, Christy. Don't you stop believing, Joanne. Don't you stop believing, Pam. Don't you stop believing, April. Don't you stop believing, Ahmad. Don't you stop believing, Sarah. Don't stop believing. And the people believe. And the people believe. And when they heard it, listen. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people, when they heard, listen, that the Lord came to visit, have your way, Jesus, invite you in. We need you to come down. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then I would hear from heaven, forgive them of their sins, and I'll come heal the land. God, we need a visitation. Somebody cry out, God, I need a visitation. God, we need a visitation in our land. God, we need you here. God, we need your help. God, we need your, we need your power. God, we need your provision. God, we need you. God, we need a visitation. God, we need a visitation. God, we need a visitation. God, we need you to be here with us. God, we don't need anything else. God, we need a visitation. God, we need you here. We need you here. So watch this. The people responded. They believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had, watch this, he had seen their affliction. God knows what you're going through. God knows what you're going through before, before you even have need of it. God already knows what you're going through. God has already seen it. He's the sovereign ruler of the earth. He's the sovereign ruler of the universe. He's the king of kings and the Lord of, Lord of lords. The earth, is the, the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. God is already knowing. He's already, he's not already knowing. God already knows what you're going through. He knows what you're struggling with. He knows what you're fearful of. He knows what's plaguing you. He knows what's impacting you. He knows what's trying to keep you in bondage. God already knows. But do you know that he's greater than all of that? Do you know that his promises are greater than your pain? Huh? Do you know that? I believe. I want us to learn today. I want us to know and understand. I want us to believe that the problems and pain of the present will not deafen. Listen to me. The problems and pain of the present day will not deafen our ears to the proclamation of his promises today. 
Somebody put that, somebody put that in the comments. Listen, the problems and pain of the present day will not deafen our ears to hear the proclamation of his promises today. All the promises in Christ Jesus are yes and amen. The problems that we have today, I don't need to list them out, we know what they are. The problems and the pain of our present day will not be able to deafen the proclamation of God's promises to us or for us today in Jesus' name. That's the big idea from this message. That's the big idea from this message today. If you're writing down, if you're taking notes, or you need something to grab on to hold on to today, listen, here it is. Here's your big idea. Here's your main idea. Here is your rebuilding thought. Here's your cornerstone thought for today. That's a new thing I'm going to use. Narik, there it is, son. There it is, son. That's a new one I'm going to start using. The cornerstone thought today. The whole thing we're going to build off of this today. Your cornerstone thought is this. The problems and pain of our present day will not be able to deafen the proclamation of God's promises for us today. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? That's our cornerstone thought for today. So here we go. Here we go. So they go into that. Listen, Exodus chapter four, verse 31. It says, and the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had seen their afflictions, they bowed down and they worshiped. They bowed down and they worshiped. Family, we have to start getting into a place that no matter what's going on, we don't have to wait till Sunday comes to bow down and worship God. We don't have to wait till we gather together Sunday morning or Wednesday evening to bow down and worship. Or, or, or let me say it like this, how we used to say in my old church, I don't have to wait till the battle is over. I can shout his praise right now. I don't have to wait till coronavirus is over. I can shout his praises right now. I don't have to wait until the battle of racism and systemic injustice is over. I can praise my God right now because Jesus already came many, 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 many years ago and lived a perfect and obedient life, making him the sacrificial lamb, the lamb that was without spot or blemish. And he carried our sins. He carried our shame. He carried the chastisement of our peace was upon him. He carried it all to the cross and he willingly gave up his life for us and he willingly shed his precious of blood because at the shedding of blood, there had to be, there had to be the shedding of blood so there could be a remission of sins. He dealt with our biggest enemy, which was sin. And he dealt with his counterpart, his twin cousin, death, because the wages of sin is death. And so Jesus carried all that to the cross. He shared his precious blood. He took the embarrassment on himself. He took the shame, scorn, and mocking and all of that on himself. And he willingly gave up his life for us. He willingly shed his blood. And he said, it is 
finished. And then he went down and he smacked the enemy upside the head and said, give me them keys. And he rose with all power and authority. And then he showed himself strong and mighty. And then he went to be at the right hand of the Father and he's making intercession for us and he's still releasing his power, releasing his grace. And he released the Holy Spirit to us to give us power to be witnesses of him on earth. I need you to stand in your power, stand in your authority, and declare that my God is able. Hallelujah. My God is able. I don't care what my eyes see. My God is able to bring light into dark spaces, and he's still doing it today, and he desires to do it through me in Jesus' name. My God is able. My God is able. So he says they worship him. They bow down and they worship the able God. And they said, God, I believe. God, I trust you. Do you still believe? You might be crushed, but you're still covered by the covenant. You're still covered by the covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You're still covenant. You ain't might be down, but you ain't going out. You're still covered in Jesus' name. You might be crushed right now. Pain may be overtaking you. May have lost some money. May have lost some friends. May have lost a relationship. May have lost a job. You may be crushed, but you're still covered by the blood of the lamb. I need you to stand up in your authority and say I'm covered in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we'll pause there for today and give Pastor Chuck a chance to catch his breath before we pick up this message on our next episode. Thank you for taking the time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That's www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we would love to have you join us. On our website, you can find the dates that we are meeting in person as we are still operating under a modified schedule due to the pandemic. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Please join us for our next episode where Pastor Chuck will continue preaching through Exodus 6 in a sermon entitled, Crushed But Still Covered.